This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Gordon Damer Show. In the AFC this year, if you don't win your division, you could be in real trouble of missing the playoffs. It is, it's almost certainly going to be a stacked AFC this year. So no, every game for the Jets, because the, the we all know this, but I'll say it out loud, the Giants should make the playoffs. The Giants should make the playoffs in the NFC this year. The Jets have to make the playoffs. It is make or break time for sure. So almost every game that the Jets Jets play this year will be more important to them than the game. The Giants have some wiggle room. The Jets have to fire from jump. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, welcome back to football. Finally, we're almost there, people. So my, my routine on a Sunday is I plop down in front of the couch. I'm not mo- I, I like to gauge how good an NFL Sunday is by the step. I have like the, the watch that counts your steps. I judge it by how few steps I take in an NFL Sunday. Now, usually on a day, I like to get, you know, 10,000 steps is the, the guide that they say is a good day for you exercise. Why? Last year, week one, I think I took 562 steps the entire day. That is an accomplishment. That's how I judge an NFL. How good was the day? I only took 500 steps the whole day. I just sat here like a lump, sitting in my own filth, barely getting out of the pajamas. Sit there a whole day in the pajamas. That's the dream. But for lunch, I on NFL Sundays, I always have wings. That's my go-to. A Sunday with some, a big old plate of wings. Oh, and I thought about the way the, the wings are in the house. They're not cooked yet, obviously, but they're in the house. And I saw them the other day and I, I started I'm, I'm doing it right now. I'm starting to salivate thinking about the way I'm like a dog, I'm like a dog that hasn't been fed. Just thinking about those wings. Oh, the salivary glands start running. So that's what I'm going to be doing tomorrow. Sitting in my own filth. Eating wings and just wiping them on my wiping them on my chest like a heathen. Like a, a big old fat slob right on the couch. That's the dream. That's heaven. That's what happens. When you get to heaven, it's just a guy sitting on the couch eating wings in his pajamas. That's, that's, that's what we've all been waiting for. That's what we But a, a full slate of TVs in front of you week one. week one. Week one, that's the best week for a lot of us. That's when we still have hope. The hope gets beaten out of us over the course of the year. But at least week one... You can dream. You can have actual hope that maybe this is the year. Whole life, a whole generation of Lion fans have sat down in front of their couch thinking this, is, this could be the year. It's never been the year. Never. It's never been the year. All right, let's go back to the phones. Bringing people together, sharing hopes and dreams. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1030, what I learned on TikTok. 11 o'clock, we'll do our NFL picks. 11.30 receipts. So if you want to get in, if you want to be on the record, on a radio station saying, no, no, I knew this was going to happen. This is your chance. Don't tell me later on. If you don't call at 11.30 telling me this, I'm on the record, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear these phone calls later on. Oh, I knew this was going to No, 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 no. This is your chance. This is your chance. Let's go back to the phones. one 800 espn 
got Danny on Long Island. Danny, what's going on? Oh, you, you set it up beautifully, Gordon. And tomorrow I will be at a little pub about a walking distance from my house. That's Kate. It's not a big sports bar. It's your old bar. I have every game on, nice and clean, maybe six or seven people. And my youngest son, my oldest son, I mean, with three kids called me, asked me where I was going. I said, that's what I'm going to be doing. He says, uh, that sounds really good. I'll be home. I said, well, you've got a long time to go, my friend, before you get Sunday afternoons off. Because for years, as I was driving to travel, baseball, soccer, football, you name it, mm-hmm. I'd see the guy standing outside the bar, and I'd say, someday that's going to be me. No responsibility. No, no one to drive. No kids home to watch the game. I always sit home and watch the game with the boys. But they're all gone now. The youngest was in college. So tomorrow... 12.30, I skip out the front door, walk to this little pub. Oh, so order me up a set of wings. And when he asked me what kind of beer I want, the coldest bottle of beer you have in the back of that refrigerator, crack it open. I don't care what it is. Let's go. So that's it. We finally made it. You know, I'm listening to the uh, caller about the passing game and the NFL. This is exactly what the NFL wants. They've eliminated every rule change since, since I was born. Has has favored the offense. The, the, the uh, Mel Blunt rule: you couldn't hit you couldn't hit wide receivers anymore. Offensive linemen can't extend their hands when they block. You can't touch the quarterback. You want to know why quarterbacks are running all over the place? Go watch the 1970 highlights and watch Terry Bradshaw get jumped on his head. You see hits that if it happened today, guys would be taken off the field in handcuffs. So since you can't hit the quarterback, well, let's make the quarterback run. So the running back is still valuable in a overall versatility catch the ball, run the ball, catch a screen pass. I mean, if you look at the, the, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, they have a bunch of them. They just, you know, it's just they're this, interchangeable. This, this is what they want. They want they want highlight reels. They want 35 to 31. I mean, think about the game the other day we saw. It was a little bit of a downer because it was really a low-scoring game because we don't practice in preseason now. We don't really practice the sport. We just expect people to go out on opening day and play. So you see a lot of passes that are falling into areas where there's nobody standing there. A lot of confused looks are, oh, oh, this counts now. Oh, I see. So the fake games we played with the four-string quarterback, that really didn't prepare us. So if you're a Jets fan, you're a Giant fan, I'm a Steel fan, Expect I expect to see that sloppy football continue for the first week of the season as teams uh, you know, start to realize that it really counts now. And one last point, if you're procrastinating games, if you're going to wager this weekend, Please, for God's sake, don't look at Bill Belichick's opening day record or Bill Belichick's uh, record as underdog. He doesn't have Tom Brady anymore. He's human. He's been stripped of his immortality. Don't just – it just counts. Without, however long he's been a coach now without Brady, that's what you go by. Oh, Bill Belichick has been rookie quarterback 20. No, he has Brady. Let it go. They're going to get demolished by the Eagles. You want to you show up by a bet? You lay it all on the Eagles, baby. All right, Danny. Thanks for the phone call. Um, well, it, it might might be the Eagles. Might be the Patriots. I'm not tipping my hand which way I'm going. But we'll tell you that at what? What did I say? 11 o'clock? 11 o'clock. A lot of people think I lay this out for the audience. No, I'm laying it out in my own mind because I forget all the time. Got the memory of a squirrel. Spike is in St. Pete. Why'd you play the buzzer there? You were right on it, too. Very hurtful. Spike is in St. Pete. Spike, what's going on? You have a bathroom downstairs, I'm assuming, by the steps. Yeah, not well, yes. I'm not I'm not doing it into a bucket. Yeah, so I have a s I have a I have a bathroom within steps, yes. Okay, all right. Five twenty four. Let's go for two eighty tomorrow. 
Yeah, well, two eighties, two eighties a lot because I do have to go upstairs for the for the 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 oven. So it's up and down the stairs a bunch. So that's a, that's a good portion of the steps right there. If it was just everything downstairs, it would be a lot easier. The number how would be would much it, lower. How much would it take to give your son Jack to, uh, you know, have the wings put in, have him bring? Oh them down no, we're not. Them. We're not trusting him with an oven. No, that's okay, that's not. That's we don't need to build burn the house down. That's, uh, uh, that's all right. I need anybody. your I need your football expertise. Uh, uh, there, there's this boost they give you a boost. I'm in Florida. I can't bet. I wouldn't bet anyway. I don't know that much about football, but you're pretty good at it. So the boost on the first game was Montgomery anytime touchdown. Sixty mm-hmm. yards are over for the receiver with three names who got a lot of yards. Ma Ross St. Brown, right? And 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 the uh, Detroit uh, at seven and a half. It was plus six eighty. So my friend took it and he had a nice bet. Yeah, so it's the a great boost, day. The boost, the boost bet. Now it's a long term bet. Uh, the the Jets win three and a half more games than the Giants at plus one ten. Does he take it? Three and a half more games than the Jets. Yeah, they got to win four. Well, okay. So Jets, Jets win 12 yeah. and the yeah, Giants yeah. win eight. Three and a half. Ooh, that hook. That hook is a little. Yeah. That's the. Th- yeah. I don't know that I would do three and a half. Three I would do. Yeah. Three and a half I think I'd have to shy away from Spike. Shy away or go with the Giants? Because I don't know. Will the Jets win four more games than the Giants? Now, uh, it yeah, could be I, seven. Yeah. I, I, it's know. hard for me to think. Uh, and look, and Spike, thanks for the phone call. I've been very high on the Jets. I think the Jets are going to have. I would be shocked if the Jets do not have a very good season this year, at the very least, and a very good season this year, get to the playoffs, win a playoff game. I'd be shocked if they don't do at least that. But four games more than the Giants? No, I can't do I, it. Let's not get carried away. Let's not get carried away. Let's go out to uh, Dave is in uh, New Milford. Not the old Milford. Dave, New Milford. What's going on, Dave? Hey, Gordon. How's it going today? Happy Saturday. Same to you, my friend. Hey, listen, I know everyone's talking about tomorrow. It's a big day. It's the first full Sunday. But let's be real. For us Jet fans, the big day is Monday night. And, uh, you know, I'm ready to go. I'm coming home from work. I am locking my door. I don't want to be bothered. You know, going to get the buffalo wings and the air fryer. Oh. Sit down and get ready oh. to watch some Jet football. How are you feeling about that? Oh, love it. Love it, Dave. Love it. Love a good and, wing. Uh, listen, oh, yeah. But we can't go wrong with air fried can't wings. Go wrong. But listen, this is the first time in years that I'm really excited for this season. And, uh, you know, Jeff fans out there, we got to just relax. Take it out of Rogers' uh, playbook. Relax. The first couple of series might not look good. It's like that in every NFL team. But uh, just wanted your thoughts. How do you think the game's going to go Monday? Well, look, Dave, we'll do our picks a little bit later on. I have been very high on the Jets, and, and here's the thing, and thanks for the phone call. It, it has to fire right away for the Jets. Like, if the Jets don't – I think the bigger trap for the Jets is actually the back half of the schedule rather than the first half. I think that they're going to come out of the gates right away. If I have concerns, it's more about a little bit of the age, the age of the left tackle, the age of the quarterback, and just the, the wear and tear of an NFL season. Uh, And I get that we all think, well, look at the schedule at the beginning of the year. I have lived an entire life hearing about how the Jets schedule to be. Oh, my God, it's so brutal. Where a lot of times it's this. We don't. We have ideas of what teams are going to be. Every team we think, oh, this team's going to be good. We don't really know. And we really don't know the further away the games are. So the back half of that schedule, I get it. Oh, you look at Atlanta and Houston and Washington, Cleveland. 
those there's a good chance at least a couple of those teams are a whole lot better than we think. And and that last game of the season against New England, even if you think New England Belichick is done, he's washed up, he's finished that last game of the season. Having that game, if it means anything at all, you know he, he'll be like me waiting for the wings. He will be licking his chops to go up against the Jets that last game of the year, especially if the Patriots season is, 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 is a wash and, and, and is a bad season like a lot of people are predicting. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, more of your phone calls, Jets, Giants, I have to hit on a couple of things about the, I haven't talked about the Yankees at all. I do it every single week. I have to hit because something has happened this season regarding the Yankees that we all thought would have been unimaginable. It would have seemed impossible, but yet it has happened. I'll tell you what it is coming up next. It's the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. Sitting in my own filth, eating wings, and just wiping them on my chest like a heathen. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, people, it's the Gordon Damer Show. It's 98.7 FM ESPN New York, and MLB Round Trippers is driven by Coach USA. So the Martian, Jason Dominguez, another home run last night. And it's interesting that he hit another home run last night. The Martian did, because I would like to welcome back some of you Yankee fans back here to planet Earth. And you know who you are. You, you, you know who you are. If you were in the course of the last week looking at the schedule at any point and thinking, well, you know what? We're playing this team. Playoffs are not an impossibility. All we have to do is go 18-5. and five. Look at the schedule. It's not impossible. You have not been on planet Earth for a little while. You were floating out there in the cosmos someplace, but it wasn't here on, on planet Earth. Because it is impossible. If something is not possible, it by definition is impossible. And the Yankees running off a stretch of 18 and 5 is impossible. Bad teams don't go on 18 and 5 runs, especially not after they win like 7 of 8. <laughs> hey, all we have to do is not lose any more games and we'll be good. Like I was joking in the course of the season. The Yankee plan to success is just have their starting pitchers never give up any runs. I wasn't being serious. It was I was being sarcastic. But some people were being serious. Say 18 and 5. It's not so hard. And and here's the thing. You shouldn't want them to go 18 and 5. The last thing a bad team needs is ambiguity. You want clarity. You don't want the Yankee front office being able to say, see, it wasn't so it wasn't as bad as it looked at times. It was just a little bad luck. It was a fluke. You don't want them being able to say that. You want them to realize as much as they can, real changes need to happen. So when they go outside the organization to talk to whatever company they're going to talk to to come in and do the deep dive you don't want that you want them buying the gold package you don't want a winning streak that makes them think well you know what we can get by with the bronze level 
We can, we, let's use the, the free trial and see how it goes. No, no. You want the gold star package. Tell us everything that's wrong. You don't want them to have any excuse at all. Because we all know the Yankees are in the spot that they're in because they have failed to address the issues of, the la- of last year's team for sure. And Brian Cashman's moves have been horrendous. Some of the worst moves of his career, which is saying something when you've been on the job for 25 years, that you could have a series of moves in a year span that could be, they're on the list, right? If David Letterman comes back and does a top 10 list of the worst moves made by Brian Cashman in his career with the Yankees, a lot of them are going to come from the last couple of years. Taking on Donaldson, Frankie Monta. We run them. I don't want to beat a dead horse here. But this is the stat that I think is amazing, that I would not have thought possible. But it is. It's happening right now as we speak. Do you realize what, what's, what's one major criticism, blanket criticism of Brian Cashman and his run leading the Yankees? He's really bad at identifying and acquiring starting pitching. A lot of mistakes there in terms of starting pitching. You know the names. You can run through the names in your own head. As of right now, hopefully it changes, but as of right now, Carlos Rodon is the worst pitcher that he has ever acquired of any of the major starting pitchers. Think about the bad pitchers, at least at this point. Again, he's got five more years to turn it around. Let's hope <laughs> got to get better, right? Can't be much worse. Think of the, the worst moves that the Yankees, uh, Brian Cashman has made in terms of starting pitchers in his career. The first name that would generally come to mind, Carl Pavano, right? Carl Pavano was a disaster. Year one of Carl Pavano is a whole lot better than year one of Carlos Rodon. Carlos Rodon makes Carl Pavano look like Pedro Martinez. Carl Pavano in his first year threw 100 innings. He's like Cy Young compared to Carlos Rodon. He had an ERA of 4.77, which is terrible, but it's a whole lot better than Carlos Rodon. Who's another one? Javi Vasquez. Javi Vasquez. Oh, my God. He was so bad. They had, he was so bad they had to acquire him twice to make sure. Was he really this bad? Let's get him again, see if he's any better. No, he's still bad. Javi Vasquez made 32 starts his first year with the Yankees. He had an ERA plus of 92. That was almost mediocre. And then the big one. The big one, you would have to say, of all the moves, pitching, hitting, anything, it has to be Keagawa, right? Keagawa, oh my God, that was a nightmare. Keagawa was better. He had an ERA of 6.25, an ERA plus of 73. Rodon has been worse. He's been worse. He's been flat out terrible. So it's interesting that just when the Yankee fans might have had like a little tiny bit of hope, just a tiny little bit, they were sm- starting to smoke the old boobange, thinking that, you know what, it's not impossible. No, it is impossible. That it would be Carlos Rodon who would come in and just snuff out whatever hope there was of any kind of miraculous conclusion to the season. Was that-, that a blunt? 
It, it, I think some. Well, it might have been contact high. I went to the Billy Joel concert the, a couple of weeks ago, and woof, there was an aroma in the air. It was strong. Uh, but that is MLB Round Trippers, people. It's driven by Coach USA. Make your commute to the city easy on a Coach USA bus. For schedules and fares, go to CoachUSA.com or download the Coach USA app to buy, store, and to scan your tickets. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go back to the phones here. We'll go out to uh, Gerard is in Amityville. Gerard, what's going on, my man? Hey, good morning, Gordon. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, first-time caller, long-time listener. Um, big Jets fan, excited for Monday night. Uh, I'm actually just calling to make a quick hot take about the Miami Dolphins. Okay, um, give it to me. Want to go on the record before this? Yep. I uh, just want to go on the record saying before the season starts, I think that they are the most overhyped team in the National Football League. I don't buy into the two a hype. Um, I think they have some very talented position players. Uh, I don't see a scenario where Tua stays healthy for all 17 games. I'm obviously would never root for him to get hurt, but I just don't see it happening. Um, I know some analysts have, you know, even gone as far as to say that Aaron Rodgers is the third best quarterback in the division. I don't see it, and I'd like to go on the record saying I don't see the Miami Dolphins making the playoffs this season. All right, Ger- Gerard, get it printed, people. That is a receipt. That is what a receipt sounds like. Fantastic call, Gerard. And I would have, I don't want to give anything away for later on when we do receipts. We go on the record ahead of time. Our thoughts on the NFL season. We will keep receipts for everybody so that when you call back, he was a first time caller. But if he calls back again, we'll be able to say Gerard was on the record as saying the Dolphins are going to stink. I'm pretty much already on the record thinking, yeah, the Dolphins will, they are a very overrated team. When you take a look at teams before the NFL season, everybody gets caught up on what the ceiling could be. If this goes right, if that goes right, what you really need to do, if you want to be accurate, is to look at what the weaknesses are. The weaknesses overpower the strengths a lot of times. And with the Dolphins, they have two real areas of weakness. The quarterback's health, that's a big one, but also... Last year, their system kind of got figured out, and it was against the Chargers that it happened. They weren't the same team after that Charger game last year where Tua completed 10 passes and looked like a nightmare. So uh, I I would like to be able to disagree. I'd love to be able one freaking year to have my team actually be good when everybody says they're good, but I don't believe. The Dolphins are amazing. When people say they're going to be good, they're bad. And when people say they're going to be bad, they are bad. There's no upside, no upside whatsoever. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, it's 1030 almost. That means coming up next, what I learned this week on TikTok. It's next, only on the Gordon Damer Show, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. You have a bathroom downstairs, I'm assuming, by the steps. Well, yes, I'm not, I'm not doing it into a bucket. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. It's impossible. I'm just getting warmed up. Full of hijinks. And look, I'm not your friend, so I'm not your friend. I'm your enemy. And educational. You sound like you're a moron. It's what I learned on TikTok, starring Gordon Damer. Oh, that's the music, people. You know it. You love it. It is what I learned this week on TikTok, only on the Gordon Damer show, mainly because nobody else wants it. You might be asking, what is what I learned on TikTok? Well, it's very simple. 
It's a little game we play every week. I, as a 52-year-old man, spend way too much time on that TikTok app, but it's because I learn interesting yet uh, completely useless information. You know, This is not going to help you anywhere. But it's interesting. So what I've done is I've crafted this little segment, give a little airtime to Joe and Harvey, who have not even gotten to speak on the show. We've been doing so much football all day. I love it. It's been fantastic. I feel like the show's been great. Maybe that could be it, that these guys haven't talked. But I'll give them four pieces of information, and they have to spot what the real fact is and separate it from the lies that I have just made up. One truth, three lies. That's called what I learned this week on TikTok. All right, Harvey, Joe, you both did excellent last week and completely ruined the segment. Hopefully you get back to your old ways. Who's batting leadoff today, boys? I will go leadoff here. All right, Harvey, very good week last week. Did a really good job. I think he got it in like the second try, which is like running the four-minute mile for Harvey. It's unheard of, yeah. Yeah, it's unheard of. All right, here we go. Uh, Number one, Harvey. Uh, Trees planted after the death of John Lennon in Central Park had to be destroyed after being infested with beetles. Number two, in the 1960s, the CIA spent $20 million dollars to create a cyborg cat to spy on the Russians. Number three, Pope Francis has gone on record as saying that all bugs go to heaven. Or number four, Kanye West's fashion line Yeezy has a shirt for sale for $3,000, which has large holes in it. The holes are produced by rats and mice. So again, to recap for you, you think things through, hopefully not looking things up. Trees planted after the death of John Lennon in Central Park had to be destroyed after those trees were infested with beetles. In the 60s, the CIA spent $20 million to create a cyborg cat to spy on the Russians. Number three, Pope Francis has gone on record as saying that all bugs go to heaven. Or number four, Kanye West fashion line Yeezy has a shirt for sale for $3,000, which has large holes. The holes are produced by rats and mice. Oh, my. Now, the John Lennon one is a nice play on words. I'm trying to decipher stuff here. Okay. Don't be looking it up. I don't like no. deciphering. Just got, just think I, it. Just put the computer away and just... This isn't Stump Rothenberg. No. Um, you said it. The shirt, rodents and rats. I feel like rodents and rats can get anywhere, but I don't know if they'd be hungry for a shirt like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the CIA. The CIA? Really? Yes. $20 million. That in? I'm locking it in. Something's up here. This is not normal that I you're got getting it? these right. This is not normal. Something is off. Did I get it? You did get it. Yes. yes. <laughs> Yeah, in the 60s, the CIA spent $20 million to uh, come up with this cyborg cat. And the, the real funny thing, is, well, not funny, but the cat was immediately hit by a taxi when it was released into the field, so it didn't end up getting any information. Not funny, haha, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, sure. It's I'm definitely not laughing, yeah. Right? Imagine you're the guy who approved a $20 million cyborg cat, and you have to go to your boss and tell, yeah, the cat got hit by a taxi. It's kind of funny. All right, uh, Harvey's ruined this segment. Joe, let's see if you can save it. I'll do my best. All right, here we go, Joe. Number one, Junior Soprano. Dominic Chianese, I believe is how you say his name. Junior Soprano was my age, 52, when he was cast 
as Junior Soprano on The Sopranos. Number two, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Tom Hanks have colonoscopy parties where they prep for the procedure the night before and share a car ride the next day. Number three, the oldest known musical instrument is a 40,000-year-old flute made from a human thigh bone. Or number four, Jimmy Buffett once saved Trevor Noah's life while surfing. So again, to recap, Junior Soprano was my age, 52, when he was cast on The Sopranos. Number two, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Tom Hanks have colonoscopy parties where they prep for the procedure the night before and share a car ride. Number three, the oldest known musical instrument is a 40,000-year-old flute made from a human thigh bone. Or number four, Jimmy Buffett once saved Trevor Noah's life while surfing. I don't like these because two of them seem ridiculous and Mm -hmm. like we would have heard about them before. Okay. Like the colonoscopy parties, I feel like we would have heard that the three amigos have colonoscopy parties. Well, I don't think Tom Hanks is an amigo, but I I get your point. Two out of the three. Right, I got you. The Trevor Noah, Jimmy Buffett story, I feel like that would be leading the news in some nights on some slow news days. Gotcha. I hear you. Junior Soprano does seem feasible, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to lock in the 40,000-year-old flute. Is that what you said? made from a human thigh bone. That's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to lock that one in. No, that's incorrect. That is incorrect. No, that is not. Uh, that is not true. That is not true. It, it, it was some sort of a woodwind, but it was made from like a um, a vulture wing or something like that. So no, it's not a. It's not forty thousand year old human bone. So that's incorrect. So now you're down to three. Junior Soprano was my age, fifty-two. Steve Martin, Martin Short, Tom Hanks, one colonoscopies, or Jimmy Buffett saving Trevor Noah's life. Give me the colonoscopy. You going to lock that one in? Lock that one in. See, something's going on here with this game. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Yeah, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Tom Hanks actually have colonoscopy parties where they prep for the procedure the night before and share a car ride the next day. Now, the interesting thing is, while I appreciate you not thinking that I look like Junior Soprano, I think he was actually 64 when he got the role, so that is significantly older. Jimmy Buffett actually did save the life of Colin Jost. Is that how you say his name? Colin Jost? Yes. The guy that hosts uh, Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live and is married to uh, Scarlett Johansson. While surfing. Can you imagine? Like, you're, dra- you're about to die while surfing. Do you think that there's a moment where you think, is that Jimmy Buffett? Well, wouldn't you think, like, you already passed on at that point? Yeah, you probably would. When you hear the music, then you know you have passed on. All right, so you guys have ruined the first two. Here's the last one. This one, we switch it up for people listening at home. One of these is uh, false, and one uh, three of them are true. And you have to decipher which is which. And, and we'll see if the guys were on this one as well. Here we go. Number one, there's a Spanish word which means wife as well as handcuffs. Number two, Stephen King, the author, played Mambo number five so often at one point that his wife threatened to divorce him. Number three, Elvis had a twin brother. Or number four, astronauts cannot burp in space. Oh, my God. So now you have to find what one is the lie. Harvey, I think we... uh... 
I think if we if we really want to stick it to Gordon, we tag team him on this one instead of going okay. separate ways. Okay. Yeah, we go down like Thelma and Louise on this yeah, one. Yeah, we'll do okay. that. Open strategy here on the air. Mm-hmm. I'm leaning burp. I don't know about you. Yeah, I'm thinking burp. All right, we'll lock in burp. You're going to lock in burp. No, that's true. They can't burp in space. Why? So there you go. There you go, hot shots. It's wrong. It's wrong. You're wrong. Why can't you burp in space? Is I, it- I don't know. It's a thing about gravity. You need gravity to be able to burp. You know, that is my fault because I, I totally heard your, your concept wrong. I, kind of, I should have known that was true. No, you didn't. You're wrong. Take the loss like a man. Could you give us the other three? The like other three, there is a Spanish word which translates to wife as well as handcuffs. Number two, Stephen King played Mambo number five so often his wife threatened to divorce him. Or number three, Elvis had a twin brother. I'm going to go with the wife and handcuffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am Hispanic. I should know this. You should. Yes, you should know <laughs> Which this. Which is why I probably should not guess this. I will not guess this one then, just because I'm not all the way sure. I'm going to guess with the, I'm going to guess the twin brother. Elvis had a twin brother. You yeah. think that's false? Yeah, I think that's false. Okay. Joe? You know, after getting this one wrong, Joe, I think we should uh, go separate maybe. Well, naturally, I'm going to go with uh, Stephen King playing Mambo number five. You got to lock those in there as hot I'm gonna shots? Lock, I'm going to lock that one in, yeah. No, those are both true. God, those are both true. you're wrong. Yeah. No, there is a spe- all four of them are true. I just I just uh, screwed you are because you I was tired of you screwing me with the, with the the first two. What kind of game is this? Yeah, yeah. Take that, take that. Hot shots. Esposas? Is that how you say it? Esposas. Esposas wife. Yeah, it also means handcuffs. All right. I mean, you know, I don't think I don't believe you now. How do you, I know more break, Spanish than you? You don't know that much more Spanish than me. I don't I, know any Spanish. I took Spanish for two years. I know like five words. You know, I don't think I believe you with this one. I think you rigged this game so hard that I did rig it. I made sure that all four of those were true, and then you have to that you'd have to think to yourself, and you got them all wrong anyway. So there you go. You ruined the game. You ruined my game. I ruined your game. You're, I don't even think this is my game. You're very bitter now. Yes, I am very bitter. Very. Want, we're going to have to have a production meeting after the show today. We only got one more hour. It's after outrageous. This. It's absolutely outrageous. But there you go, people. That is what I learned this week on TikTok. And now, because of this segment, you have learned it too. One eight hundred nine one nine ESPN is the telephone number. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Coming up, we'll get back into the sports stuff, the Jets, the Giants, maybe even some Mets talk. Who knows? We'll figure out. We'll figure it out next on the Gordon Damer Show, ninety eight point seven FM, ESPN, New York. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. I, this, this might be the most amazing stat that you will hear all week. Maybe all year. And it, it has to do with football, but not NFL football. Now, I'm not a huge college football guy, but you'd have to be living under a rock to not know about Colorado and Deion Sanders and everything else. Do you realize... That game today, Nebraska-Colorado, has attracted more bets than every other game on the NFL Week 1 slate. The entire Week 1 schedule that's remaining, which is all but one game, Nebraska and Colorado has more bets than the, than the NFL? Oh, my God. What is that total? It's like when Huell was lying on that bed of money with the Kubi on the breaking. I mean, how much money is that? 
it's so much money. I don't know what the total is. I'd love to be able to tell you that. That line started out Colorado plus seven and a half. When I was looking before the show today, it's Colorado now minus two and a half. It went from plus seven and a half to minus two and a half. Oh, my God. And uh, uh, Sal Palantonio was on with the K-Show. Was that this week? I think it was this week. And he was talking about the, the impact that Dion has made, and he said that he thought that the next move that Dion makes won't be to another, a bigger college team. It will be to an NFL team. And I was listening to it in the car. I'm like, ah, I don't know. that's a bit of a hot take. That seems a bit of a stretch, but I, I mean, if there's that much interest, there is absolutely an NFL team that would jump on it. Now, they have to keep winning. They go out and lose today to Nebraska. That's going to be a big old flop. But what's interesting about that uh, game, Colorado, is the public is, is clearly all on, on Colorado, and usually you would fade the public. But I think most of the sharps, as they call them, they're also on. Everybody's on. The whole thing is a, a giant wave towards Colorado. So it'll be interesting to see how that uh, takes place. I think is that game at eleven o'clock, noon, one o'clock. What, what time is that game? That's a noon kickoff. Noon football. kickoff. So as soon as the show ends today, boom, sit down, watch a little Colorado, Nebraska. I'm assuming everyone in America has money on that game. It went from seven and a half. Plus seven and a half to minus two and a half. That never happens. Never happens. All right. Let's get back to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Let's go to uh, Chris is in the car. Chris, what's going on, my man? Hey, Gordon. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, I'm totally right there with you with the whole football thing and the bucket of wings. Oh, um, so good. I, I feel like Brian Cashman can no longer be allowed to scout starting pitching because the last few years have just been a bust minus Garrett Cole, of course. Um, I really feel like the Yankees need to basically fall flat on their face to really address any issues going on because otherwise, like you said, they're just going to come up with excuses and, you know, not really address what they need to address. Well, here's the thing, Chris, and thanks for the phone call. Thanks for the kind words. Um, Did he have kind words? I think he had kind words. If you, if, you, if you had kind words, thank you for them. It does seem like that the only path forward when situations are, are as bad as they are is to at least have clarity that they are that bad. And if you allow them, it, 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 you know it in your own life. If you have a problem in your own life, until you really hit rock bottom, you're probably not going to make the change necessary, no matter what, if it's diet or exercise or smoking or whatever. You have to really have that moment of clarity when you realize the problem is really a problem and it's not going away. Now, the fact that the Yankees called up the kids, I know a lot of the credit has gone to uh, Hal Steinbrenner for making that decision. Maybe maybe the fact that Omar Minaya and Brian Sabian are there, maybe they kind of whispered as well to Hal Steinbrenner saying the analytics squad might not want to bring up these kids and start their arbitration clocks and all that type of stuff, but these kids are ready... So maybe that's a sign that it's pushing away from the analytics a tad. And you're going to have – every team has an analytics department. But I think what most fans want is just a little bit better balance and, and a little bit more eye test. And it seems like the Yankees have gone way too much the other way. So maybe that's a sign that, yes, we realize Brian Cashman's not going anywhere. And it seems like now that, that Aaron Boone's not going anywhere either. But – if you could just have a little bit of pushback, maybe that would be um, a, a way to go. And, and yeah, Carlos Rodon, 
I did not think – I thought injury could certainly be an issue. I think a lot of people did, even though overwhelmingly people were optimistic about that deal for Rodon coming off the season he had. I did not think that he could possibly be this bad. He has been atrocious. He could not almost be worse. I don't want to say that. but And it's funny because the Yankees had a pitcher in their rotation this year who admittedly called himself the worst pitcher in baseball, and yet – Carlos Rodon might be the worst acquisition Brian Cashman's ever had in terms of a starting pitcher. That's, it's not good. It's not good. Mitch is in East Windsor. Mitch, what's going on? How's it going, uh, Gordon? Uh, good show. Thank you. For what's it worth? I agree. I agree. Thank you. Just three hours, huh? Hey, before, before I get to the football, you know what's, have you noticed through the trade they're lying? The Angels, they can't buy a victory. You know what I'm saying? Texas, Texas Rangers, they've been losing like it's going out of style. Or it's, or it's in style. Ever since they got Max. It's really, yeah, it's, it's, yeah they, they, they certainly have. They have they have fallen on their faces. Um, and the Angels, I mean, yeah, you talk yeah, about an organization that could, uh, they, they could throw a ball in the ocean and miss. Uh, I mean, what is the old line about shooting an arrow into the air and missing? I mean, that's the Angels. Uh, and Mitch, thanks for the phone call. Uh, the Angels are the worst team that's trying. They, there's teams in baseball that are not trying that are bad. The Angels have been trying this whole time and still can't get out. I mean, they can't get out of their own way. And everything they do, hey, let's go for it. Oh, no, we, we, everybody's, everybody stinks. And, and they have Otani and they have Trout and still can't get out of there. And that's the one thing about Otani. We don't really know what it is he's looking for, but people have kind of floated – if money is the main thing that he's looking at, if he's looking for a $500 million contract, maybe the Angels still have a shot. If he goes back to the Angels for any amount of money, that tells you that Shohei Otani does not care one iota about winning. Not one single solitary iota. Not even a half an iota. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Coming up are NFL picks. For week number one, we do it next on the Gordon Damer Show, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. Give me the colonoscopy.